This is Hired, the Good Karma Brands Recruitment Show. Looking for your next great career? You're in the right spot. And now, alongside Good Karma Brands Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Hired. Yep, you found it. This is the Good Karma Brands Recruitment Show. And along with my good friend, Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, my name is Steve Wexler, and our show is produced at the Good Karma Brands Home Office Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Hey, Wex, how are you? I'm good, Daphne. Good, good. I'm so excited because on today's show, we're going to learn about a marketing design coordinator position. So this is available in our Milwaukee office, and we're going to talk to our Milwaukee Director of Marketing, Ryan Williams, who will join us to let us know about this exciting opportunity at GKB. Ooh, marketing design coordinator. coordinator. So yep. learn more about that coming up. Plus, speaking of Good Karma Brands, you've heard Daphne and I discuss our company's six core values on this show. Uh, not a show goes by that we don't somehow, somehow touch talk a little right bit on, it, yeah. on the core values. Well, we are going to spend a minute discussing each of them today and why they are critical to our success. And we hope they also might inspire your thoughts on leadership and culture as well. Yes. Yeah, so opportunities at GKB plus GKB's core values, all of that coming up right here on GKB Radio Network. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. So welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show here on the GKB Radio Network. Joining us now is Ryan Williams, Director of Marketing at Good Karma Brands Milwaukee. Good morning, Ryan. How are you? Good morning, Daphne. Good morning. Hey, Ryan. Good to see you. Good (laughs) to see you. So nice to have you with us. Um, I know we're going to jump into our Marketing Design Coordinator role, but before we do that, Ryan, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do at GKB. Give us the full story. Yeah, this felt a little bit like deja vu. I remember talking to you guys not not too long ago. um, It was so good, apparently, that we had to have you back. Let's run it back. Uh, (laughs) Happy to. It helps... uh, helps get us a strong team, strong teammates. But yeah, my my background has existed in radio. As I touched on before, I've been in radio for over a decade now. It feels weird. I'm aging myself. I'm starting to feel like I'm in the Wexler uh, realm. Wow, uh, did you hear being that? in radio I for, for that. this long. I just want to make sure that that was on record. That's <laughs> and all. And it's recorded. Yeah, okay. all good. <laughs> exactly. Don't think of myself as radio guy, but I am becoming that. Uh, but no, it's been fun. I've always been somewhere in the AM radio realm, um, in FM realm as well, but my interest lies in sports and news. So uh, it's it's been a great journey along that. I'd worked um, for CBS Radio, uh, Hubbard Radio, um, all across the board, the Odyssey before coming here. And so now being here at GKB, it's fun because it is kind of in that audio realm. It's not like radio anymore that kind of you age yourself when you kind of mention it in that regard. We're, we're more than just radio. We're audio. We have our powerhouse platforms here in Milwaukee. Um, and also what comes with that is the exciting new developments that come with the times. And when we get into the video, space and everything like that. So I've been here for, wow, uh, just about seven months now, uh, started in October. So my time here at GKB has been great. And um, we're just, you know, working to build the marketing team up here. Well, you you have... A, your, your department is at that intersection that I talk about of where the partners and the fans sort of meet, right? And commerce is conducted and hopefully everybody walks away, uh, you know, more than satisfied, right, with what we do. So you've got a department that operates hospitality, events, promotions, uh, marketing uh, campaigns. This particular position for a marketing 
design coordinator. So you just talked about the difference between radio and sort of how the business behaves today. What is a marketing design coordinator, Ryan? Yeah, this is great. And I absolutely love the title of our position because it's very unique and one that you can't find. And I love getting the question right off of the bat of like, what is this (laughs) and what is this? What are you looking for? Because this is one where it's a unique position of somebody who is on the marketing team. They are probably one of the biggest leaders in the marketing department, even though there's not that like managerial title in the role with coordinator. It's like, oh, how are they a leader? But what they do in creating our materials, creating the stuff that we go to market with, not only from the sales side, but internally on the marketing side, on on what we're managing when we're talking about like our repositories and our media kits and everything like that, that makes us feel strong when we when the schedule NFL schedule got released earlier this year. Marketing design coordinator is handling that. We have a success story that happens on any side, really, but on the marketing side, sales side, the marketing design coordinator is handling that. Um, When we need to present our partners with campaigns of the assets that we can offer, that's our marketing design coordinator. Who's leading the brainstorms in-house? Marketing design coordinator. So all of those things that are listed here upon the the job is one that I always encourage people to kind of you know read read through those because you do get those in the job description of you know looking at the title first and not really getting the full picture. But we design the daily tasks and everything like that with the job in a way that hopefully you can get that picture and how much value it brings to the table um, for for our marketing team. I love that. So tell us really like what skills are necessary. I mean, what are those essential skills that you're like, I don't think I would hire this person as a marketing design coordinator if they didn't have these specific skills? Yeah, that's. I'm happy you asked that, Daphne, because I was even thinking about that to myself, and we have them in the preferred knowledge skills and qualifications of the title, but it probably should be up a little bit higher when you're talking about that strong attention to detail, like everything that you're doing from the design standpoint and what we're presenting and going to market with, like it's got to feel buttoned up and it's got to have that sizzle to it. Mm -hmm. So that's really, that's really strong. And then the other thing is just being able to work under the gun, like being able to work on tight deadlines. Um, We definitely work in a fast paced environment here. I know that is highlighted, but one that like in the marketing design coordinator realm that lives in that space. Like sometimes there's things that happen like over the weekend, Bucks coach gets hired what kind of materials do we have to kind of present that to the market? We need that. Like the NFL schedule gets released, even though it gets leaked beforehand, but we know that happens on a Thursday night. Like, are we going to be ready on Friday? And sometimes we we are able to create those meaningful deadlines where we can get stuff turned around, you know, give us a week, give us, you know, three business days in that type of respectful manner. But other times it comes so quickly that this got to be a person who's able to manage multiple plates at one time. Um, They always talk about that, you know, there's nobody who's really a multitasker because how can you focus on one thing this position you kind of need to be able to do that Um, and so we we expect somebody who's really going to come in and set the foundation in that regard the other thing that I talk about and I think I mentioned this in my first meeting with you guys or first time being on the hired show is that they got to know the brand like if we get somebody in the marketing world like you got to know your brand now the thing about the marketing design coordinator which I can empathize with them as well too is that I worry about our three powerhouse brands. We have marketing managers who only got to focus on one thing. No, the marketing and design coordinator has to be able to relate to all three brands. You got to know. And I'm not going to be as adamant about them knowing all of the intricacies, but you got to know, you got to know our talent. You got to know the day parts. You got to know what the brand's about. You really have to be like 
that next in line glossary for so our brands. So when somebody hears that, they may not know a lot about our brands today. Right. Are you saying that I should come in when I'm interviewing and have this knowledge, or is, should I have done some homework? What are you looking for in terms of brand and asset knowledge when you start interviewing people for this position? Love, love the homework. Okay. You got to at least you got to at least be able to tell me what the three brands that we have on the run. And I'm not right. going to give you the answers to the test, but the answers exist out there. Yeah. I think somebody who's able to just go to our goodcomerbrands.com website and kind of see what we're about and kind of get into the intricacies of the different markets where we're in and look at Milwaukee. Oh, okay, so I know the people who I'm meeting with and I know positions and I know kind of what they offer. Like I'm not asking you to give me everything under the sun, but you got to know a little bit about it. I also like to hear what people know about good karma brands in general Mm. because again like the answers do exist out there we live in a day and age where you can easily find this stuff out so a lot of people will come in and they'll be like what do you know about good karma brands oh i know you guys are an advertising firm or oh i know you guys are espn Mm -hmm. but it's like well what are those relationships and what does that mean um because we are a media company. We're a media company with the emphasis in sports. We're coast to coast. Sometimes people can't even tell me the markets that we're in. And that kind of that puts a damper on it. So you'll notice that your if somebody yeah. doesn't have that and info. It just, it's, it's hard to go forward with that because, and especially in this position and what we're interviewing for, is that attention to detail. So you at least want to have somebody to come in who seems like they're well-versed and prepared for the position they're going out for. Tell us about your management style. So, I mean, you <laughs> talked a little bit about the, the, the skills that this person has to have you want them to come into the conversation um doing their homework yep what are they going to meet when they meet you <laughs> should i step out of the room see? and go upstairs and <laughs> yeah. get some of our other maybe drinks. we should just talk about him <laughs> well, we already have our that. notes from those conversations oh, I here we're just going to see if things align <laughs> no i'm i don't like to think of myself as a micromanager i like people to be able to develop things for develop their own work style and work pre- those those things that they um, can develop on on their own. And I'm there to kind of coach. I'm there to lead and to lead by example. Now, I I've, feel like I've been in those positions before, so I always like to have the team lean, lean on me mm-hmm. when they need it mm-hmm. for expertise, but I'm always going to give them the ability to make their own story. I'm not going to, you know, we know the tasks at hand, the things that we need to accomplish. Okay, so... How is that going to come to fruition? How, how are you going to do that? How are you going to come in and, and develop these media kits and, and to you know make sure that our repository is strong and to make sure that we're staying on top of our elements? Like you, you can tell me that. I'm going to tell you what we need, and I'm going to be there for you for the guidance. But I really like people who come in who kind of are like the self-starter, the self-motivator who live in that space. That obviously doesn't happen all the time, and I'm going to be there for the teammates who need it. But I like to think of myself as heavily involved. So anytime I give an assignment to somebody, I think they already know like what I'm expecting from it. And I just let it kind of sit there, and then we get to it. And it's fun to be able to see that come to fruition. Um, I am probably am involved in that standpoint. I really want them to know that um, I, I, you know, Whatever they expect from me, I expect back from them as well, too. So it is that two-way street. Well, what can someone do to really, really impress you in the interview process for this particular role? Knowing about good karma brands and knowing about um, what we're looking for and offering in the position. Um, I also think that it impresses me when... In, just in the marketing world in general, maybe it doesn't relate to the MDC as much. But when people can say that, hey, you know, I saw that you guys just won these awards 
from you know the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association. I saw that WTMJ just got a Crystal Award this year. I saw that you guys were out and working these events. Hey, I saw that Scalzo and Bruss was at Harley and Dave. Like when they start to throw out like names mm-hmm. and things that we're doing in the community and mm-hmm. things that we've been awarded, that stuff is what sticks out to me because that's somebody who's already passionate about the position before they even have stepped foot in the door. And when that passion can be exuded in the interview right off the jump, that's something that, like, you can't find that anywhere. Um, We've talked about that, haven't we? We have, and I think he gave the answers to the test. So I actually got (laughs) the answer to this test. He said you need to know the three brands, but also need to know this as well. So that's the answer to the test. Well, and that may seem obvious or intuitive to people, but we've all been in situations where we talk to somebody and when you say, so what questions do you have? Or tell me what you know, you get the blank stare or you get the, well, I don't know. And I always think when I'm on the other side of that equation, especially as you point out, Ryan, in this day and age, a keystroke or two, and you can know a company's history, you can know their leadership, you can know something about their culture, you can know about current events that they're involved in, right? Absolutely. So what you're saying is come in a little bit prepared yeah. and yes. they, they have a good chance of impressing you. Absolutely. Yeah. That is right off the bat. If you come in and you say that Steve Wexler drove himself to work and he didn't bike there, um, <laughs> then, you know, you, that's, that's You should know that's the legend of the bike, right? You've got to know the saying? legend. Well, Ryan, thank you for joining us and good luck on finding uh, the ideal teammate yeah. for uh, this Milwaukee-based uh, operation. And by the way, great segue to what uh, Daphne and I are going to be talking talking about next because coming up um, we're going to take a little deep dive on those GKB core values that you've heard us talk about that's coming up just around the corner here on hired the GKB recruitment show on the good karma brands radio network you're listening to hired the GKB recruitment show alongside good karma Brands senior director of human resources Daphne Ursu here's your host Steve Wexler Welcome back to Hired, the show all about opportunities and recruitment. Today we're going to spend a few minutes talking about core values at GKB um, and why we're obsessed with them. We are obsessed with them, aren't we? <laughs> I mean, we talk about them all we do. the time. We do. We do. Why do we talk about them so much, well, do you think? Well, I think it's because it's the backbone of the company. I think it's, it should be the backbone of all companies. And so I think that that's why we talk about it, because we're using that as we determine, you know, what teammates um, are with us in terms of, you know, how they fit within those, those core values. So. In your experience... Right. You're not suggesting that every company might have the same core values. They may land on different different things, attributes, right. different virtues. Um, do you think most companies spend some time intentionally thinking about and identifying core values? What's your experience with um, that? I would say yes. I think so. Um, as I look around that they do have those core values, I think some of them are very specific to their industry, you, mm. you know, like what specifically they need within their industry. Um, there are some, too, that are very, you know, just – for every industry, it doesn't matter. Like, um, you know, I want to hear your 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 thoughts on the our first one of like be honest because that's always going to be something that um, every company is is going to be looking right. for. So, right. but yeah, I think more than likely what they're doing is just saying, hey, here are our core values. This is the backbone. This is the foundation of our company, um, and ensuring that teammates that come on follow through with those core values. So, so that's really the definition, right? A core value is a belief, right? It's something right. that a company or a person or an organization says we believe. This is an important virtue in our organization. Correct. Yeah. All right. So, what are your thoughts on the first one? Which one was that? That was the be honest. I wasn't one. listening. I oh, oh, okay. That's the second one. We're oh, the get second there for one. Second. Okay. Yes, yes, I got to yes. pay attention. Yes. yes so, yes. honesty. So, right. What's the old saying? Honesty is uh, the best policy. You know, I've worked for companies where they addressed this core value, but maybe used different words. Like right. I heard words like uh, ethics or 
integrity. At Good Karma Brands, we talk about just being honest, which to me, is it that simple, do you think, Daphne? Is Um, being honest really as simple as just be a trustworthy, honest, uh, candid person? Yeah, I think it is. Um, And then I also think, too, with that is really just um, it comes a part of that accountability piece. Um, You know what I mean? So if, you know, making sure that you hold yourself accountable and and those types of things. So, yes, Mm. I truly believe that. So it's not just telling the truth. It may be being honest about, hey, I didn't get that done, Daphne. I still owe you that report or taking responsibility. Yeah, taking responsibility, taking ownership and kind of taking, you know, action, you know, really in in those situations. So I see it as that. I think that on honesty, I mean, I know these are all critical core values and right. We often talk about um, their sort of table stakes in our company. Mm -hmm. But I've always felt like the be honest part is sort of uh, it's it's a non-negotiable. Like if we can't start with just candor and honest and trust, right. how do we even build beyond that? Right. And I think that certainly is important. So I think having that total foundation and having that backbone is absolutely important. I agree with you completely. All right. So should we move to the second one, which uh, I think you mentioned, but I wasn't paying attention. I think it was called listening, right? Excuse me, you were talking to me? Oh, see, I knew you were going to do that to me. I just didn't know when you were going to do that. <laughs> Trying to All have right. a bit of a sense of humor. So listening, right? Yeah. Listening, hearing. Um, right. Let's talk about this one a little bit because I think most people will say, oh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm listening. But if it's a value, it means it's something that we really hold as a significant virtue in our company. Right. You know, and I think with the listen piece, um, to me, I think this goes a really a, a lot deeper in terms of like not just listening and, and hearing and then not just actively listening, but it's also really just Hearing in a perspective of like if someone is sharing some information with you, um, maybe there's the nonverbals there. It's just really listening, mm. trying to get the full story, trying to understand, trying to gather the facts, trying to really get to the to, to the root of like what is the issue or the problem that we're trying to resolve here. And it's kind of being curious, um, you know, so much as yeah. saying, hey, here's what I think it is. I love that word curious, right? Because good listeners tend to be curious, right? Absolutely. Because you may be saying something and if I'm really listening, right, not just right. nodding my head and pretending, you would think in most cases you might prompt a question or a thought uh, or a comment, right? People always joke about, well, as soon as you finish your thought, that's great because then I can jump in with my thought. And which is the thing that we shouldn't really be doing too. It's like, um, you know, when you read any book that it talks about like listening or active listening, it's when that person finishes their thought. Um, I know you can't do this always with every single conversation because it will probably never end. Um, But depending on the content of that conversation and depending on what they're sharing, it makes some sense for you to kind of reframe that. Mm -hmm. Right. So, okay, Wex, so I hear you saying that this is important to you. Right. And I hear you saying that this is what you need from me. And I think it also is that clarification, too. So it's like listening enough so that you understand and you're going to do that by asking questions and getting clarification by get, being curious. Um, and then just understanding that, you know, what is the next step? And like, you know, how do we move forward within whatever issue mm-hmm. or problem we may be dealing with? But knowing that you're doing listening and that you're using those listening skills and trying to identify it. And then one other thing that I love about yeah. listen is if you take the letters and listen and you move them around, you spell the word silent. Oh, wait a minute. Let me look at the yeah. word. Li- oh, yeah. Look, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you do that then it's just that reminder to say, you know, if I really want to make sure that I'm listening, I got to be silent to listen. And I'm not talking silent just like vocally. I'm talking silent mentally, too. So am I 
not thinking about the next thing that I have to say, but am I hanging on that person's every word so that I can ensure that I truly understand what that person needs to hear? So be present, right? Be in the moment. By the way, I should point out, too, as you were describing listening, this is not just an internal uh, skill or value. Think about customers and think about people we interact with all the time, right? If we're truly listening the way you just described it, we're bound to be more successful because we'll understand their needs. So this works for us as teammates, but also works uh, in commerce as well. Let's see. So we've hit honesty and we've hit listening. Why is follow through a core value at Good Karma Brands? um, I think it's also because we need to deliver to our fans, our teammates and our partners. So if there's something that you say that you're going to do, you need to make every opportunity to to do that. So if I tell you, Wex, that I'm going to have a report ready for you um, at three o'clock on a Monday, um, if I'm not able to do that because something has come up, it's my responsibility to reach out to you. But essentially, my commitment to you as a um, teammate is to follow through on that, right? Mm-hmm. So that you understand, you know, hey, you asked me for something, and here's what I'm able to deliver to you. It sort of goes hand in hand with honesty, doesn't it? Because if you're going to say, I'm providing this report, or I'm going to be there at four o'clock, the honesty in that commitment is that I'm going to follow through, that it's right, going to happen. Right. And, you, yeah. and yeah. I think this also goes, uh, as I said earlier, when we're dealing externally with partners, with people outside of our organization, if we say something's going to happen, our expectation is that we are going to uh, follow through. Ensure that, that it does happen. happen. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think a cousin to follow through is over-deliver. So it's interesting. We didn't choose deliver as a core value. Right. We chose over deliver. And I love that because I think about the fact of, you know, of our our partners too. It's like we want to over deliver to them, right? Because we want to make sure that they know, oh, we want to go above and beyond. We want to deliver to you to ensure that we are giving you either the advice or either the information or the campaign, whatever you're looking for, sooner rather than later. And if we say we'll get it, give it to you by 4 o'clock on Thursday, an over-deliver could be getting to that, that by Wednesday at 5 p.m., right, giving that a partner another opportunity to kind of look through it and, and have any questions and get those questions answered. So going above and beyond over-delivering. So if someone asks you for a document, maybe it's here's the document, but here's why and here's what it means. And that's also another example of, of over-delivering. You know, I think about experiences we have as consumers. Like if you've ever been, you, know, you go to a restaurant, you mention that it's a special occasion or you've got a child along with you and somebody decides to over-deliver for you, bring you something that maybe you didn't and know that you needed right, or right. bring you that dessert. Yeah. Something that says, I listened and I'm going to do more than you expect. We tend to remember those moments, don't we? We we do, because you're just like, you have expectations, which is kind of like the follow through. I expect you're going to follow through. But if you follow through and you go a step further, I'm going to remember that too, right? You know, that's how we keep our relationships with our fans and partners and and keep our relationship, our internal relationships with our teammates, because we know that we're going to get that. And if it's over deliver, it just... It helps to continue to build that strong relationship. One of the things about these core values at Good Karma Brands that I think uh, are amazing is they're, first of all, they're fairly simple. These Mm -hmm. concepts are not all that sophisticated, but they do work internally with your teammates. But every one of them is also, I think, a recipe for success externally with Mm -hmm. uh, partners and with fans as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And then uh, this issue of working hard. Now, 
when I first saw this one, I thought, oh, come on. It just seems like uh, – isn't that obvious? Like every company says we're going to work hard. But we've prioritized this idea of we're going to work hard. We're going to put everything we've got into what we do. Talk about work hard and is there a danger that some people might think that sounds like, oh, my gosh, they expect the world out of me. There's not going to be any downtime. I'm going to be on the clock 24-7. What does work hard mean to you, Daphne? Okay. Well, I think with the work hard piece, I think that is just – it's not really about um, – completing the task. It's just ensuring that the task satisfies whatever the request is, right? So I think that that's also from a partner perspective. It's like if a partner is looking for a campaign or looking for us to deliver something, it's not just, oh, here you go, but it's making sure that what we're providing is exactly what they need and, again, over the top more than what they need with additional information, the why behind it. Um, and so that's really where that kind of working hard, it's not about, oh, check, this is done, but did you really complete the task Okay. Uh, from A to Z? We'll be right back with more Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. This is Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Welcome back to Hired, heard coast to coast on the GKB Radio Network. And Daphne, we are joined today by Jackie Waltz. I love that name because it sounds like we're going to dance. I know, it's fun. Which I am not a good dancer. <laughs> I'll bet you're much better at it than I am. Jackie is with Fleet Farm. She is here to share more about the Fleet Farm story, about recruitment and opportunities at Fleet Farm. Jackie is with... Uh, Field that is near and dear to your heart, human <laughs> resources. Yeah, HR. so so excited that you are here, Jackie. I mean, really, tell us your story. So, how did you end up at Fleet Farm? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I've been with Fleet Farm. It'll be five years in May. All of my time here has been in HR. I came in a time uh, where the company was in transition and really looking to build the HR function within the organization and what that looked like. So I came in as a regional HR manager, meaning I had a group of stores that I oversaw for the company. And from there, just really building what does HR look like within the company from an engagement perspective, a recruitment perspective, a benefits, just really that total package for the team member. Um, and a team member is what we call our employees. Same here. Yeah. So, you know. And do you do that very intentionally, right? I mean, we all know that what an employee is or what mm-hmm. an employer is. But it sounds like you guys made some kind of intentional decision to call mm-hmm. them team members. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, you know, they are. We're all a team. We're in it together. And an employee just seemed a little bit more harsh or cold. So we went with the team mm. member just to get that team atmosphere. And I love that because that reminds me of teamwork, one of our, our core values, too. So just I think that also probably plays something into it in terms of like core values and mission and vision for your company. Yep. Right. Absolutely. It yeah. Is. Yep. Yeah. Talk okay. about that for a moment, because I, I went on and looked at uh, the website. Obviously, uh, anybody in Wisconsin know, knows the name and know, knows the brand. But I did a little bit of uh, digging and Daphne and I have discovered on this show. Right. In your world, there is the technical aspects of HR benefits and you know questions that have to be answered around payroll and all that. But the culture and sort of the um, core values of a company are really 
so important, aren't they? Whether you're recruiting or retaining people, talk a little bit about that at Fleet Farm. Yeah, so we've been around since 1955 and really the foundation of what Fleet Farm was started on was that Midwest values. We really strive to be part of the communities that we're in. We want to be local. We don't want to just have our stores there. We want to be a part of it. So we, in our existing stores and anytime we go into a new market, we really focus on how can we be part of that. So we focus on our core pillars is kind of what we call them, mm-hmm. which is, you know, youth sports, the fishing, hunting aspects of it, the farm piece of it, military first responders. So we do um, a ton of different events to focus around those, whether that's from kids fishing day to shop with a hero or shop with a cop, depending on what market we're in. We work with the Salvation Army at the holiday season. So we just have a variety of different things that we do to be a part of that community. So ultimately, we want you to know we're local, that you shop local, and we're here to work for you and work hard with and for you. Wow. So it's not just a store. It's no. part of the community the fabric of the community. Uh, On Hired, we're talking to Jackie Waltz, Director of Field Human Resources at Fleet Farm. I love all that, uh, Jackie. And so why don't you tell us a little bit about the opportunities that you have available at Fleet Farm? Yeah, so we have basically three areas that we have within Fleet Farm, and those would be our retail locations. By the end of the year, we'll be at a total of 49 for those. And I'll go into those jobs right now. So a variety of entry-level positions in a variety of departments if anyone's been in our stores I mean you could work in the clothing department you could work in logistics which would be stocking shelves that type of thing cashier we have lawn and garden is huge for us in the spring so if you have a green thumb um, and you're looking for some part-time work I'm during out. that time That's of me. season I, have, I was good on clothing and logistics <laughs> the yeah. plants in my area we'll, we'll train you, you. We'll, would we'll you train. Okay. absolutely That's we'll fair. Train. Um, on that so um, we have Toyland you know, which is also another huge event for us in the fall and just gearing up for the hunting season and then rolling right into the holiday season. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Tell us a little bit about like, what does that right candidate look like? I know you have a different opportunities in different areas, yeah. but there's probably like some core level of like what kind of candidate yeah, that you're looking for. Absolutely. So really, we're just looking for somebody who is excited to come work. Customer service is huge with us. Um, it's not that hard, right? At the end of the day, just be kind, um, put that smile on your face. And, you know, I joked that we could train you on lawn and garden, but we can train anyone um, on any area of positions that we have, but we're just really focused on that core value of customer service because that's at the key of everything we do. We want to take care of the team um, and the community around us. So Jackie, some people might come in because they think this might be a great opportunity or a good job for me for a while. Others might be looking for some kind of growth trajectory Mm -hmm. and maybe they want to advance into management Mm -hmm. or supervisory roles. Talk a little bit about growth at Fleet Farm and is that important to you? Do you 
you talk about that? What does that look like? Yeah, it's huge uh, within our organization, and we have a variety of different career paths a team member can take. You know, if it's in the retail store, we have management positions, we have human resource positions, we have loss prevention positions. So you have the opportunity to, you know, grow from that hourly team member into even a lead role, which is, um, you know, that next step, and then ultimately into that managerial role. We have a lot of people that will start out in the retail um, store or in our distribution and will transition into our corporate office. You know, and that might be into a merchandising role. That might Mm -hmm. be in an inventory control position. That might be in accounts payable. So there's just a huge variety of ways your career um, can grow within the organization. Yeah, it's good. Is there anything else that we need to know about Fleet Farm? Um, I don't know that there's anything else you need to know. I just... Um, want to reiterate that we are a great organization. Mm -hmm. Um, We care deeply for our team members and the communities we serve in. We have a great benefit package. I think one of the things that sets us apart from others is we have 20% discount for our employees. Wait, so if I'm a Fleet Farm team member, (laughs) I saw saw the discount in your eyes. And so in addition to my benefits and my pay and other um, benefits that I might uh, be entitled to, I can shop with a 20% discount. You absolutely can. And we also open that up to your family members. That would be open to your parents. That would be open to any spouse. Um, What about my favorite HR director? Yes, okay. Um, For my 15 plants. Yes. um, No, but that's really great, right? Yeah, it really is. Because in the culture, right? If there was no culture, but you got a 20% discount, that's a different story. What you're describing is a family and Mm -hmm. beliefs and vision and not or some really nice economic benefits. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, I guess such awesome opportunities, not only from a you know culture perspective, but really from a benefits perspective too. So tell us how we can learn more. Yep, absolutely. So you can go to our website, careersatfleetfarm.com. Let's say it again slowly so folks who might be thinking about this can uh, check it out. <laughs> absolutely. Careersatfleetfarm.com. And then you can choose from there which um, division you're looking for. Again, um, as I mentioned before, whether that's the retail locations, the distribution, or the corporate positions you can choose from there. All of the positions then will be out there listed. So Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. That's wonderful. Well, thanks for sharing the story because, you know, Fleet Farm is one of those great, I think, iconic uh, brands. And for you to describe it as I knew you would, frankly, without even having met you, that mm-hmm. it's not just a store that has amazing variety and uh, pricing, but that there's actually a culture behind right, it. Um, right. I'm always interested in hearing that. Mm-hmm. And uh, you did not disappoint because, right. I mean, this is a... Daphne, 1955, right? right? The origins of a company like this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So is that history like still sort of alive and yeah, discussed absolutely. in your company? Yep, it's um, ingrained in everything we do. So absolutely alive and well. And like I said, you know, when they started, it was that foundation on the Midwest values and that continues today to be our, our focus. Well, just, we sure appreciate that. Yeah, sure do. And I love that culture piece again. I just got to point that out again because that's what people are looking for when candidates are looking for roles. They want to know that culture is important important to that organization before they join so Absolutely. great so yeah the days you. of just well what are the hours what's I the know. pay yeah yeah okay yeah. that's important yeah but yeah boy, there's so much more absolutely so yeah and you really helped tell that story so yeah, thank you great. jackie thank so you. much jackie waltz with thank fleet you. farm telling us the story of a great wisconsin company and let's repeat the website one more time yep it's careers at fleetfarm.com 
Thanks for being here, Jackie. Thank you. More of Hired on the GKB Radio Network coming up. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Well, there are sort of the answers to the quiz. So if you're ever uh, in a recruitment with us, uh, you know some of the things that we're going to be looking for. Thank you, Daphne. That was fun. Great to hear your thoughts on the core values. And just a reminder that you can hear the show anytime uh, on demand at www.goodkarmabrands.com forward slash careers. And for studio producer Chris Larson, show producer Aaron Tratner, and leadership coach Steve Wexler. I'm GKB Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, and this has been the Good Karma Brand Radio, Radio Network. Network.